the stock market, the last guy's measure of everything, is about 20% higher than it was when my predecessor was there. It has hit record after record after record on my watch. Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, thelibertyadvisor.com. He's a certified financial planner. There's a lot to go into right now because the stock market is absolutely cratering. We're seeing things on a historic level right now happen, and they say it's due to unintended consequences. Uh, are they really unintended? Well, that's a big part of the question here today because what we're witnessing is going to affect almost everybody out there. The front page of zerohedge.com right now, it's, the article's just called carnage. It's all you really need. It's just It just needs to say carnage. It pretty much sums it up as the S&P closed down 22% from its highs and its lowest since January 2021. We've seen um, so many collapses over the last few years that some people might say, well, it's not the worst one that we've seen. Well, yeah, well, but when you have two and a half years of massive amount of central planning and propping up the stock market, the fundamentals are off the table. We are on a collision course for the history books, my friends, and we are witnessing this collapse take place before our eyes. Tim, I mean, I can't even imagine as a, cer a certified financial planner, you're trying to um, make sure that you keep your uh, client's money safe. We'll go into that a bit more um, later on in the video, but I wanted to get your thoughts on what is causing this collapse of the stock market and um, where we're going from here going forward. Well, this entire system has just been predicated on printing more and more money. And so, you know, it's very easy to get by. Let's say if you, you know, you make $50,000 a year and you're a million dollars in debt. Well, hopefully you're not a million dollars in debt, but you know, that would probably be a rosy scenario for the government. But if you, if your interest costs are, are like 0.3%, guess what? It's pretty easy to make those payments. However, if all of a sudden your interest payments get up to 3% and now uh, you're paying $30,000 in interest and you're only making 50, then yeah, you've got a gigantic problem and you're insolvent, uh, you know, assuming there's no other things you need to spend money on. And so right now that is basically what's going on with the government is that we've gone from this reckless money printing over the past 14 years to now all of a sudden inflation as stated by the government and the CPI and PCE are actually through the roof, you know, close to 9%. And so this is not something we could sweep under the rug because the last several times we've seen market uh, declines of 20%. We've seen, you know, in uh, October of 2018, the market started going down and right around Christmas time you had the whole cavalry came out with the you know the president's working group aka the plunge protection team and uh steve mnuchin and all these guys came out to you know rig the markets and make it go back up and that's been going on time after time after time they keep doing this now they were able to get away with that because their bs inflation numbers were basically showing you know between zero and two percent over the past 14 years and now their rigged numbers are showing you know almost nine percent when in actuality it's probably closer to 20 if not even higher than that but that's a whole nother uh whole nother subject and can of worms so this time they can't uh, say, oh, well, money printing doesn't have any sort of you know effect in this because their only tool that they have in their toolbox is to raise rates. And so a lot of the market thinks that, oh, well, you know, the stock market will go back up once inflation is under control, except in order to get inflation, you know, in air quotes, under control is you have to kill the golden goose and you've got to kill the stock market and the economy because everything is just predicated on getting more and more debt, getting us deeper and deeper into debt. And so one of the solutions that I had going back a couple years ago when I 
uh, came up with a crisis retiring <clears throat> presentation was if you are close to retirement, and so these are the people that are going to be most affected if you're 55 to 65, or maybe 70 years old, and you're at the point now where you're finally starting to actually take withdrawals uh, from your money. Because it's one thing, you know, if you're Josh, myself, the age, you're not needing to withdraw money, that's one thing. But, you know, if you're in retirement age, that's a different thing. And so I always thought the best solution here was to, you know, take, you know, the so called different guaranteed types of retirement income. And let's say you needed $50,000 a year of retirement income and you and your wife are getting, you know, 30,000 from social security, another 10,000 from a pension. Well, then how do we, you know, fill that void of that extra 10,000? And so there are different means out there, different ways where you can actually get guaranteed income that actually would also be tied to the stock market where it can't go down, but the amount of income you're getting uh, can only go up through that. And I know that sounds, you know, pretty, you know, farcical and, you know, how can they do these things? But there, you know, that's, you know, it would take in the interest of time, you know, we're basically, you know, kind of skipping to the end, but there are different products that are out there that can do that, that would be, you know, advisable for, you know, someone that's 55 to 65, but I don't think it would be advisable for someone that's, you know, 35 or 25. Well, so I, you know, a lot of people are really concerned right now about their investments, mostly because we are walking uh, headfirst into the great reset. I mean, a big part of the agenda is if you collapse the stock market, you collapse the economy, you collapse the supply supply chain, you collapse, you know, the, the supply of gas, um, that you could basically hit people from every single angle. Then you bring in technocracy, social credit, carbon credits, all that other kind of stuff and food rationing and, and, you know, free homes for the people that can't uh, any longer pay for their uh, mortgage and yeah, price controls and all these different things. This is where people falter the most, because I think a lot of people think, well, money's boring. I don't want to concentrate on money. I don't want to focus on money. But if you don't understand your money and you don't control your money, you are controlled by the people controlling the money. And the people controlling the money are the people in, at your bank, the people um, printing the money, the people that are manipulating this um, the stock market to the point where all these times where it should have crashed and didn't, the plunge protection key team would come in there. They'd, they'd print a bunch of money. They'd throw a bunch of money at things like bonds. And eventually it finds its way into the stock market. And you, you end up with just a total bubbled stock market that's then bubbled upon again and again and again and again to a point where you are basically just forcing a beach ball underwater as much as possible. And it has to either pop from pressure or bounce up. And whenever it bounces up, they just throw a bunch of glitter in the air and say, everything's going to be okay now. You're going to, you're, you're, you know, it's, it's all we're on the right path and then you know someone like Biden comes out and says oh look how great the economy and the stock market are both um, doing so well under me and the jobs numbers let's not pay attention to the labor force participation right the jobs numbers are great and it's just all spoofing it's all fake and it's what they've been doing also to gold and silver for a while they've just been gold and silver are great things but they have just been absolutely drowning it for years spoofing the prices and then the 20 year old intern at JP Morgan gets uh, thrown in prison as if like the whole whole company isn't already doing it and telling him to do it. I mean, seriously, what we're witnessing is so criminal and it's going to affect every single person out there. The, the stock market has an effect on everyday life, even if you're not invested in the stock market. Remember, my friends, when prices go up and um, businesses collapse and there's no jobs and all these different things happen, like if, if stocks collapse, those companies not having the money or the liquidity that they used to have can no longer hire people. And and then you can't hire people so people can't bring home money that's already worthless that they can't then spend into other businesses and it causes a tidal wave. So Tim, going forward, what do you think happens next when it comes to what we're seeing right now in the stock market? What happens next? Can we? Can it be pushed past summer? What, what's going to happen? 
Well, let me give a crystal ball out. When you're talking about the beach ball going underwater, I'm thinking of the story with Joe Biden and his hairy legs in the pool and that one clip that was going on. But uh, don't uh, remind me. Come on. Uh, and, and this is after he was also bragging about the stock market hitting record after record after record. But you Come know, on, man. But what I think is going to happen next is that the Fed is at some point going to acquiesce. So, you know, on Wednesday, they're probably going to raise it either somewhere between 50 basis points and 100 basis points. And then at that point, when they actually do that, it might be a, uh, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news type of event. You actually could see the market potentially even go up on that. And then I would expect at some point things to get bad enough that, you know, certainly by August, that the Fed would have to tone down their language, acquiesce to say, you know, hey, because now things are, you know, deteriorating in the job market, we're going to, you know, put a pause pause on this aggressive rate hikes. And at that point, it might be a Katie bar the door moment or the really Katie bar the door moment might be when you actually have the Fed having to cut into an already inflationary environment. And then it's really a Katie bar the door environment because they've done everything they can because it's not because the biggest drivers of inflation haven't even started yet. The biggest drivers of inflation would be the dollar losing reserve status. And at my opinion, at some point that's going to happen in the next, uh, you know, three to five years. And then in comes the SDR. Then it would also be money velocity. That's how much money is moving around the economy. And right now that's incredibly low and the dollar is getting stronger. So the two biggest factors for inflation are actually you know, working in, to actually bring inflation down. So what happens when it goes from bringing inflation down to massively ramping it up and pouring gasoline on this fire? And they've done everything they could to mess with gasoline, which is why I got gasoline stocks on the January 6th, because I knew everything that Biden was trying to do was going to uh, basically try to mess up all the domestic oil production, while at the same point, you're gonna have more demand coming online with the pandemic you know, being in this sort of like respite period. The January 6th, that day when that old lady was carrying those miniature flags in the Capitol? Yeah, the yeah, that January 6th. And so I mean, so basically, at, at some point, I expect the Fed to acquiesce relatively soon. Now, I mean, a month ago, the Fed was saying how great things were. And just, you know, on Friday, Janet Yellen saying she doesn't see, you know, that, you know, a recession anytime soon. And, you know, six years ago, she was saying she's never going to see another recession in her lifetime, maybe even, maybe even before that. But, you know, the point is, it's not even so much about the stock market because the real enchilada is actually the bond market. Now, I don't have these numbers right in front of me, but with a 10-year treasury of almost 3.4%. I'll show you right here. I got them right here. Well, the thing is, well, you, well, the thing is, no. There's also different bond funds that are out there. Yeah. So if you're in a bond fund and rates go up, you know, rates have gone up three percent. If you're in a 10-year duration bond fund, rates go up three uh, percent. Your underlying principal goes down by 30 percent. And so if you need to actually now, your the amount of interest you're getting is depends on when you bought that 10-year bond, and hopefully you're not in those. But I mean, those are paying a piddly amount of interest. So your million bucks, you're getting, you know, anywhere from, uh, you know, maybe ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars a year off of that, and your principal is is absolutely gotten hammered. So if you have to withdraw from something that's gone down 30%, you're never going to get your money back on a bond. Now, when the Fed cuts again, then the price of those bonds would you know, go back up again. But when the Fed cuts, it's only going to be because things are going very, very bad. And so this entire thing is all predicated on the stock market, is predicated on getting people deeper and deeper into debt. Because what you have to understand is that money is debt. The only way under this rig system to get money into the system is you have to create treasury bills, bonds, and note, which are debt. And then basically the dollar bills 
our liabilities of that. And so this is an absolute rigged system. We are essentially debt slaves that don't even know that we're slaves. And, and the example that I like to give is that, you know, let's say there's only, you know, two of us on an island and I, uh, I'm the banker and Josh wants to uh, start a media company and there's no money on the island. And so I create this dollar scheme and say, okay, Josh, here's a $10,000 loan, uh, you know, to buy audio equipment. And then all of a sudden after it's a one year loan at 3% interest, well, how do you pay me back, uh, the, uh, ten, uh, what is it, $10,300? How do you pay me back $10,300 if only $10,000 were created? Uh, what you have to do is you have to borrow more money. And so it's this whole Ponzi scheme that the entire system is propped up more deeper and deeper into debt. And so you're always going to have, and even if you took all the money to pay off the debt, because money is debt, the whole thing would collapse in inflation in a deflationary spiral. And then you have to print more money, which would then cause a hyperinflation. So either way, I think all roads really do lead to a hyperinflation. And so the big thing to watch out for is not necessarily the stock market, because in the beginning stages of this, uh, it's going to be great to be in cash, and we were, you know, pretty heavy into cash going into this. But ultimately, the bubble is in cash. The bubble is in the dollar. Yeah. So it depends on if we're talking about while the music's still playing or when the music stops. Because the music stops, they want to get everybody scared, get them into cash, then have the cash and bonds collapse, then come in to save you with a CBDC, central bank digital currency. And, and right now we are working on getting that, by we, Josh is working on getting that edited because uh, I'm not good at that type of stuff. And uh, entire presentation on central bank digital currencies because this is the paradigm shifting moment, the Overton window shifting moment when they're going to have everybody by the you know what. And then at that point, they're gonna have their ultimate control system and they're going to scare people, even in the Liberty community to go in completely into cash. And then at that point, you're gonna be sucked in Everything you're going to do is going to be track traced and surveilled. And then in my opinion, you're going to see some sort of crack up boom in assets where all of a sudden, you know, people are, you know, spending more money on wheelbarrows than they are cash in wheelbarrows like you had in Germany because the whole system is a planned implosion of the economy. They always yeah. knew this was going to be the case going way back to, you know, Brenton Woods, the Triffin's dilemma where, you know, whoever's ruled reserve currency would ultimately have to issue debt and have liquidity. But that debt since you know dollars are debt would basically create this debt spiral that you can never get out from so this was always yeah. theorized all the way back and now you know the chickens are coming home to roost and this time the can is too big for them to kick and maybe they can kick it down the road but you know they're going to have different wars uh, i even theorized that they'd have monkeypox back in november and that was a lot of that had to do with greg reese and infowars reporting on that where they laid out the exact timeline of why yeah. there would be a smallpox or monkeypox and so you know there's other people whose research that we've been following but yeah that's essentially right. an show what's been going on josh right uh well as henry kissinger once said uh you know one of our favorite people oh good old henry oh why is he still alive um i think he once said something along the lines of you cannot let a crisis go to waste it's funny he sounded like klaus schwab before klaus schwab sounded like klaus schwab uh, which is like a fake villain made up uh accent nobody talks like that in germany it doesn't make any sense but anyway uh so with that said, it's like conrad veit from a 1930s german movie it makes Ra no sense Rahm emmanuel never gonna let a crisis go to waste either yeah. yeah yeah well exactly and and they all like to play the same playbook i mean um the, the thing is, I, I remember um, the week that Obama uh, so-called won the election back in uh, November of 2008, uh, Henry Kissinger was interviewed by Aaron Burnett, who at that time was on, I think, MSNBC. And at that time, he says, you know, with the economy, with all, all of these things that, that are happening, uh, 
you know, we really have the right crisis to create a new world order. And he said that at that time and ever since. It's just been one step after another into this new world order system. They're going to use a crisis, my friends, and you are stuck in the middle, basically a pawn to be sacrificed for the king and the queen unless you do something now to keep yourself more sustainable. From from the stock market to investments to crypto to all these, these different things that you could um, be utilizing even in a crisis to uh, do better on or to actually make some money on in many cases. It depends on your current situation. And then on top of that, other investments that involve what I, I've been trying to get people to go and check out, heavensharvest.com. Get get heirloom seeds. Use code WAM and uh, you get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. Or whamsurvival.com where you can get long-term storable foods. And there's so many different things you can get on Heaven's Harvest or on whamsurvival.com or all these other sites that I've been trying to promote lately so that people go out and actually invest in themselves, invest in their own life, be self-sustainable, be human, because this is a war on humanity and we must be more human as a solution. We must be more empathetic. We must be more uh, conscious. We must be prepared. So anyway, in one way that you can prepare, you could go to thelibertyadvisor.com. You could also go to thelibertyadvisorshow.com. All are linked in the description of this video. If you want to become a client of Tim Pachotes over at the Liberty Advisor, go check that out, my friends. Go join his newsletter. Go and do all of that kind of stuff. It's just all another way for you to prepare yourself for what's coming because we know what's coming and I know you guys know what's coming, but not everyone knows exactly how to navigate this crisis. And uh, Tim has done very well with that. And, you know, on top of that, just again, the survival foods, so the ways that you can prepare with survival foods and, and seeds and ways so that, you know, you you give a man a fish and he eats tonight, but you, give, you teach a man to fish and he feeds himself for a lifetime. It's very important that we get back to the basics of humanity when it comes to the this current great reset crisis because this is planned and even if it wasn't planned they always they never let a good opportunity go to waste they'll find a way to manipulate this in their direction even if someone came out and said i'm going to save the world and going to end all this tyranny always think twice about who that person is because most likely they will be manipulated as well to bring us into an even deeper darker uh more evil version of the new world order that we're already uh currently in anyway i'm gonna end it there make sure to check those links my friends we will update you as much as possible on the subject because there's so much to go into with all, all that check those links below for ways that you can help support us and of course check out our affiliates whamsurvival.com heavensharvest.com use code wham and of course we have rncstore.com richardson nutritional center your source for laetrile online may famous by g edward griffin's book world without cancer get your apricot seeds laetrile amygdalin and vitamin b17 there join our newsletter www.imband.com and of course we're on telegram on uh at world alternative media as well as telegram channel world alternative media announcements on rockfin with exclusive content so go and sign up for that it's about ten dollars a month and you can get any content across rockfin with that money and of course we're on band.video we have a teespring store all of our donation links below and of course like uh tim who is at the liberty advisor on most of these uh different platforms i'm uh at world alternative media on bitchute odyssey rumble brighteon uh you know we're on dollarvigilante.tv we're on uh, Band.video and Rockfin, Spotify, Podbean, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, we're also on Hive, Steam, and Float.app at, at Josh Sigurdsson, as well as Bad Guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, as well as Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media. Hit the like button, my friends. Share on social media. Get this out there. Time to take action now, my friends, not later. You wait till later, and it's too late. You don't buy into a bull market at the top. You don't sell at the bottom. It's all very basic. 
carry that over to your everyday life. When it comes to survival goods, when it comes to being prepared, don't wait until the crisis. Be ahead of the crisis. Always. Anyways, I appreciate everyone watching today. This is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change. I'm sure you have already changed people's minds in your young age because you're involved and I like that.